0: Another pot of coffee is brewing, and this is me saying this at half past 11 at night. My third cup is definitely long gone, and that means it's time for another episode of Not Before Coffee. I'm your host, Ray, self confessed bookworm, TV show marathoner, film addict, hermit, definitely hermit, long term depression sufferer, and very honest caffeine fiend. This week I have a guest, a physical person in my home. I got her to go outside. (laughs) Yes, did get me to go outside and that was... I actually didn't do it reluctantly either. No, you suggested the beach. I did suggest the beach and it was fun, right? It was, I loved it. Anyway, Lorraine is here because we've had a fun weekend with Chinese food, wine and a 1984 film.
1: But that's not what this is about. <laughs> but that is not what this
0: is about. We are travelling back to the past this week, sort of. However, Lorraine is going to tell us a bit about herself before we do that. Hi, I'm Lorraine. I'm a Capricorn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. Um, yeah, I'm Lorraine and I have a podcast called Once Upon a Nightmare, which is all about horror movies because I love horror movies and
0: there is some true crime in it but I'm solely horror now although I'm still obsessed with true crime. I don't know why the minute you said that I wanted to sing I love rock and roll. What? You said I love horror movies and it was (laughs) was in my head. It's like when we were doing our episode
1: because we just did one on my podcast called Firestarter. The amount of times in my head I was like singing
0: um. Firestarter by Prodigy. (laughs) Not dating us at all on that one, are we? No. Anyway, this week we are traveling back to the eighties. Kinda. Well, in a way, to a time when we were, according to the timeline of the show, we were nine. Oh. Because okay. it takes place in 1983. Oh. And that is the Duffer Brothers, season one of Stranger Things. Hmm. <laughs> I wasn't sure I've I've seen this before you've seen this before right
1: I watched it again for this episode um I think last week and it what this was that was my
0: third viewing third or fourth I think third but it may have been fourth yeah I think this was my second but I have recommended it to oh anyone that will listen yeah pretty much (laughs) and when they don't I try (laughs) harder yeah Yeah, exactly I I persuaded my mum to watch it and she was going on and on and on about the 1980s. But she remembers the 80s as an adult. Because, yeah, so of course, uh, yeah. she uh, she was an adult. She had children by that point. <laughs> so I hope she was an adult. Otherwise, we are living somewhere in Norfolk. Um, what? <laughs> you never heard that saying? No. About... Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry to all the Norfolk listeners. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But you've heard... I mean, everybody has heard... Unsubscribe. That... <laughs> if you are subscribed already but it was the it was based in 1983 as mm-hmm. the show opens mm-hmm. and the characters are 11 and 12 i'd say
1: yeah they're around that
0: and i think the older sister nancy is 15 yeah they can't be more than that no i don't think so no well they're driving so they're probably 15 16 yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and all i could say when i first watched this was i remember wearing that kind of clothing and having that kind of hairstyle me too but it was interesting to travel back to the past and have that horror twist but also recognize all of the influences Mm. yeah there was there was a lot There there were a lot of influences yeah we talked about some of them on your episode about
1: firestarter which I didn't obviously recognize until tonight because I hadn't watched Firestar in so long, but yeah, there was definitely that *Nightmare on Elm Street*. Even down to like, have you? You've seen *Nightmare on Elm Street*, haven't you? Well, you, yes. Yes. Why did we talk
0: about it? Yes. Did we? We have talked about *Nightmare on Elm Street*. Oh, I thought you meant on the podcast, and I was like, "What?" Oh no, we haven't yeah. talked about *Nightmare on Elm Street* on the um, podcast, but we have talked about it. Yeah. So, like, you know, when she's
1: the way she, uh, Nancy hears the name Nancy is like the same. Yeah. In *Nightmare on Elm Street*. She even has the same hair. And um, yeah. And um, oh, what else have we got? Um, Goonies. Goonies. Stand, Stand by Me. By Me. Uh,
0: have you got a list? I have a sort of list. Sil from Species, which isn't a 1980s film. Isn't that like 91 or something? Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, there's Alien. Oh, God, yeah. War Games. Yeah. Then there's also a few um, that has the tone of films like The Lost Boys, E.T. Oh, definitely E.T. Poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah. And there was another one as well, and I can't remember what it was. But I find it quite funny. One of the first characters that's actually killed is from Guardians of the Galaxy
1: 2. Oh,
0: okay. He played Taserface, but he was also he's also in um, a TV show that I cannot remember the title of right now. Yeah, and it's a massive one. This is Us. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But no, it's it's a really interesting mix of a show mm. with so many influences from her, our childhood, and I don't know why people would watch this and think it was anything but. 1980s nostalgia.
1: Well, I suppose a lot of people don't know about the 80s. You know, they don't. You can no, they don't. Like you know, you you talk sometimes to kids and you mention things about you know, even people in their 20s, you would have a clue what you were talking about. Like, do you know what I mean? So, you know, while we because I actually think they do a really good job of the 80s here. Oh, I I mean, it really comes through really strong. Um, and I think when watching it, you almost forget that you're in, like, 2021 or 20, 2019 or whenever it came out. Came out, out 2016, 2016, the first season. Um, you, you know, as I would have been in my I'm 40s, you you're in your 40s. And uh, you do feel like it's back in the 80s. I mean, obviously, the special effects and all that are a lot crisper. And, you know, you, you can tell that that's an improvement as such. But you do get lost in it and you do feel like you are literally back in the 80s down to, like you said, like the fashion, the music, the, the way they all hang out and the way yeah. they talk and
0: all this kind of stuff. The, it was the way yeah. that they ride their bikes and everything. Yeah. Was so yeah, it had very Goonies moments yeah, to it, like but also very E.T. Yeah. With the van
1: and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. So there was a, You do get really lost in it. I found I got quite lost in it and it took me back to so many places. And
0: it was really easy to watch as well. Because you started watching it and I think you said to me at the time, I got halfway through an episode and I just wanted to carry on watching, but I had to do something. I had to go and get my kid from school, yeah. (laughs) And I
1: was like, I I messaged Ray because I only started it last week and I knew it was coming down on the Saturday. And I was like, I'm not going to get this watched in time. And um, you were like, okay, we can watch a few when we get here. And I think on Thursday, I was
0: like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I finished watching them. I had Friday off and yeah. I finished watching them on Friday. But I started watching and before I knew it, I was on episode two. And then when I was watching mm. yesterday, I watched four episodes in a row. Yeah. And it was like, where did the afternoon go?
1: <laughs> it's very Moorish. You just literally, like whenever a new season come out, because Netflix releases the whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to watch it weekly. I'm not going to binge watch it all. And I think the first time I said that, I ended up watching, I think seven out of the eight episodes. But you just, you just can. And I think that's always a really good sign of a TV show where you're like, and you're the thing is though, you're when you do that, you're so disappointed when you finish it, and when there's you nothing finish left. it, and you're just like, oh, now what? And obviously, you know, there's three seasons out, and we've had to wait a bit longer because of COVID and stuff. Um, but I, I
0: can't wait for it. And I'm going to watch two and three before I watch yeah. um, the other one. But then you say that, and it the first season came out in 2016. Mm. That's five years ago. Jeez. And there's only been three seasons. So it's in a way, I mean, a few months ago. I think I, we would have got a season last year, though. Yeah. yeah, I had. But we didn't. Yeah. It's kind of I like... I know. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when I was talking about... How black books there were three seasons and they were spaced out. You did an episode on that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. But they were spaced out really mm. there was a year between each season. And they were only six episode seasons.
1: Well look at Mindhunter. They're still talking about doing another one on that. And that was ages ago. Yeah, but I
0: think that the um it's more the fans are talking about that because the director said no more right now.
1: Yeah, idiots. So many serial killers to discuss. Anyway. <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit <laughs> hole. We'll be here all day.
0: Yeah, we would indeed. And it is getting quite late. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. I mean, what did you like most about it? Do you have a standout character or are you going to pick the cliche of Eleven? No, uh, to be honest with you,
1: my thoughts of it have changed a bit on some of the characters. I mean, I think Eleven is a great character. There's no denying that she's a good character. And she's a great actress. Yeah, Minnie she Bob is. Brown is a great actress. Um, but I remember the first time I watched it, like obviously I'm a grown woman and teenage boys, I'm not their target audience. Like, I was do you gonna mean? say, they, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they're like I was looking at Hopper, you know? Um, and you know, but this time around, I kind of saw them that sounds really wrong because it sounds like I'm gonna say it something differently. But I saw like, especially Lucas as a different character to the first time. So in the first time I saw it, they were just a bunch of annoying kids, right? Yeah. That irritated the shit out of me. This time, it was really weird because I thought Lucas was like that voice of reason where he kept on going, you know, you guys are a bit too quick to, especially Mike, to kind of believe Eleven. Have you wrote the same thing? To kind of believe Eleven and go for everything. But that was because he fancied her. So, you know, there was a bit of something different there. But Dustin... He really fucking annoyed me this time. And he didn't so much this time. And it was things like... um, Like, his immaturity was so much worse than the other two lads. Because he was more like... Like, the focus he put on when Eleven was going to change her clothes. And she went to take her top off. And they were like, no, 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 no. You do that in private. But he kept bringing it up.
0: You know what I mean? He kept... He was the classic 11-year-old boy.
1: Yeah. Whereas they were just like... She went to take her top off. We told her not to. She's gone into the bathroom. That should be the end of it. But he kept on going to the really like, we almost seen a girl like type. Behavior, yeah, and I I found him really. I mean, he kind of steps up a little bit when he's, you know, he, he kind of tells him to when shut he, up. When and also, he yeah. s- he
0: steps up a little bit in future seasons when oh he becomes God, friends yeah. with yeah. Steve. Yeah, especially when he becomes friends with Steve. But in this,
1: it was just like, and another character that really stood out for me this time round and never did before was Nancy's mom. Like before, she was Nancy such a, and Mike's mom. Nancy and Mike's mom. Yeah. yeah, she was such a non-character for me before, but this was? this time around, I was like she fucking really gives a shit about her kids. Like, she really wants to find out what is going on with them. And she really cares. And she's trying to get them to open up to her and to talk to her. And when they do kind of, for use of a better term, like, mess up, you know, she doesn't get mad with them. She she hugs them and tries to reassure them. And she's actually a really strong character in this. And she's a strong person. And she's this woman who you know, married this guy because it looked like the safe option. She's living this life that she doesn't want to leave because that house has no atmosphere. That is the
0: most boring house. That's the thing. I think that her husband is very robotic. He hasn't a clue what's going on. He is. He's a non-character. He's not. He's nothing. He's just
1: there like he's pointless. But I think I think you need him there. To be that person, you know what I mean? Because as well, that really brings out... He needs to be the I, void. Yeah. And that kind of like, you know, because obviously we know that that's not the guy she loves, but the way she, like how strong she is in this and how, you know, at the end, especially when, you know, she goes and gets Mike and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I thought she was a great character, but I
0: never spotted her for the last two. That That's the thing that I think that rewatching it with purpose... Mm. Mm when you're actually paying attention to mm. what the characters do. I found it's interesting to watch how the characters develop because mm. Steve mm. is a perfect example of the quintessential high school douchebag. He is and he isn't, yeah. Yeah, but at the yeah. be- I'm talking at the beginning, at yeah. the very beginning, oh, he is oh, the quintessential high school douchebag who yeah. literally just wants in a girl's pants. Yeah. And he gets there. Yeah. And when Nancy admits that to her mum, it's in the middle of an argument. Yeah. (laughs) And she probably didn't intend to tell her mum anything at all. Yeah. But then when crunch time happens and they're confronting the demon, Mm. he he comes back fighting. And he actually proves himself a little bit at that point. Well, I liked him. I thought he
1: proved himself when... Um you know his two friends oh, oh in the ca- when, in the car park oh god i I never wanted to slap you know they they were the most ridiculous people, like they were if obnoxious. people like that exist in schools, then just go and live in a fucking hole somewhere. I mean that is the worst type of person to be around, yeah, they were, I agree they, they're disgusting people. I hated those two characters with a passion, but I will say the fella. The, 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 his male friend, I, I, I can't remember his name. I, I did not remember that his name either. But when, um you know, he grabs Steve and he's like, you know, y- you couldn't even take on Jonathan Byers. Yeah, you're nothing well, without you're us. Nothing, blah, blah, blah. Because he, that's when he kind of stands up for Nancy and he's like, you know. Yeah. Because you can tell he actually genuinely does like Nancy. But when Steve goes off and he's like, run away, run away. You can see, though, that he's hurt. And that's the only scene where I where I think he showed any real emotion because he could see he was a bit put out, you know. Yeah. But them two, oh my god, I never hated character. I hated them more than anyone.
0: They were just obnoxious. Oh,
1: yeah. And and the thing is, like Steve and Nancy, you know, they they did get together, and the next day people knew about it because they told, not Steve, they yeah. told, you know. And then that whole. You know, oh, don't tell anyone about what happened because I'll get in trouble. But Barb, what about Barb,
0: is missing? You know, but they don't. Steve doesn't care about that at that time. He's more about see. The awful thing is, I didn't like Barb, but I don't know if I didn't like her because I've seen her, the actress who plays her, in something else, and I really hated her character. Okay. No, I I thought that the way Nancy treated Barb was shit. Oh, it was.
1: You know, and I thought that when. They went to that party. Like, poor Barb. Like, there's two couples there. You know that they're going to be snogging or doing whatever. And, like, you know, she goes there for, like, moral support, basically. And then because Nancy wants to go upstairs with Steve, she's basically like, go home. You know? And I just... And Barb waits. She waits for her. She'd have been better off going home. She'd have been better off going home, yeah, considering what happened. Yeah. But she waits for her, and she does... And I thought that was really really sad and Barb was right but like you know 15 year old me would have probably not that I was having sex at 15 I most definitely was not but um you know if I wanted to hang out with a boy at 15 I probably would have done the same but I just think it was a bit
0: that's the thing I mean Barb was the classic hanger-on loser it sounds awful loser friend yeah she
1: wasn't as attractive and you know she didn't fit the mold but she
0: didn't do herself any favors either
1: Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I think kind of, I think Barb actually disappearing was probably the turning point. Do you know what I mean? Because it's when Nancy kind of got really involved in what was going on. And you had all these, like, because obviously you've got the boys trying to figure out what's happened to Will. You've got Nancy and uh, Jonathan trying to figure out what's happened to Will and Barb. And then you've got Hopper and Joyce. So you've got these three groups that are all doing the same thing. And because obviously for a while they don't come together. But I thought, um, I, I, I liked when that, that, it kind of really spruced up for me there. And when there was another happened.
0: character that I really disliked. Who? Lonnie. Oh, the dad. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. I don't think you were meant to like him though. He was the, I mean, every single character in this has a, classic 1980s role mm. and he was the classic 1980s scumbag ex-boyfriend that comes back and thinks that they can get things done better oh, than a woman yeah, yeah. and he was horrible he was and he obviously he only he just wanted money didn't yeah he? but um it's a yeah. shame he wasn't the one taken by the gormagon. yeah what did you think of um joyce i liked her character mm. I, I mean i like I like Winona Ryder anyway. Yeah, me too. I've always liked her. Yeah, same here. And I think that there is something about her character that actually reminds me quite a lot of the character she played in Beetlejuice. Okay. Because she sees other things, yeah, and she believes other things, and no one listens to her.
1: Yeah, but I, I yeah, I and mean, I suppose in this, she's but... just an older version of that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I think she was great casting. I mean, I oh, thought yeah. she was brilliant casting. And um, I like you, you, you hear a lot of stories, um, especially obviously in the true crime world where, you know, you hear of kids going missing and it's always to say, oh, they've run away. Oh, they're probably just off playing with their friends and those kind of shit. And And it's only
0: the mother that's done it or the father.
1: Yeah. But like when that's not the case, like and as a, you know, a mother, you like, you know, like you and you know, when you hear them say, I know my child, not my child, like and stuff like that. And most of the time you do, like, yeah. you know whether your kids, you know, go do it, that type of thing or not. And you feel so sorry for her because no one's listening. And she looks like an insane person, you know, the lights, the phones and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But...
0: And the, the the drinking and everything yeah. else.
1: And I, yeah. And, and she does keep saying, look, I know that this sounds like absolutely insane, insane but like... You know, obviously I've never experienced a child going missing, which I'm very grateful for, touch wood. Um, but I've known that level, not that level, because that's ridiculous, but I've known a level of frustration where people aren't listening to you. Yeah. And you feel like you're losing your mind. And that's the thing with her. Like, her thing is so ridiculous. He talked to me through the lights. Like, do you know what I mean? I
0: saw him in my wall.
1: Yeah, exactly. It came through, you know, all this kind of stuff. But the, th- the thing is, she's right. Yeah. And that's the frustrating thing. So like you're like, there's parts of that film where I feel like I'm Joyce because I'm getting as angry as she is. Cause I'm like, why is no one listening to her? They're almost like, oh bless. She's all upset because her boy's gone. So she's lost it a little bit. Like you know, type yeah. of thing. Which but, is exactly what Lonnie does to her. Yeah, exactly. But you would do, like if your kid or your brother or your sister or your someone went missing, you would do everything in your power until there was a body that you knew, because they even get a fucking body. Yeah. And she's like, that's not him. Again, crazy woman. But she was right. But she was right. You know? And I do, I think, because obviously Hopper is involved from, you know, very start. And when he, again, like with the Nancy moment, when he finally cops on, that, yeah, it's not because he finds the body and it's full of like white stuff. It's full of foam. Full of foam. And then it like all spruces up from their side. So you've got all these groups of people kind of discovering all these things, all wanting the same thing, which is mainly Will. Apart from Nancy wants Barb as well, and they're all doing their own thing. And you're just like, if you just which they do join forces, but when at one stage
0: I'm just like, would you just all talk to each other? And it's another film, another series like Firestarter, Mm. where we have jackbooted thugs Mm -hmm. who are paid by. The army or a mm. wealthy business. Yeah. Yep. To screw people over. Yeah. Oh, God. Matthew Modine as a white haired man was creepy.
1: Yeah. And I like Matthew Modine. Yeah. So do I I. I. <laughs> He played that part really well. But yeah, there was just, um, it was just something really creepy about him. Not in a like abusive sexual way or anything, but in a, you know, the way she called him Papa.
0: Yeah, but she called him Papa because she'd never known anyone else. Well,
1: exactly. But that to me, you know. So that... he's abusing his daughter, essentially. Yeah, because he's doing all these experiments on her and stuff like that. And it... he's Rainbird. He is. He is. Because they just don't, you know, these people that do these types of things, they're so busy trying to keep it quiet and using, you know, what they can. Obviously, she has these powers. They just don't give a shit about not only the person, but, like, the mother. Like, the mother... The the sister's, like, she miscarried. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Imagine being told that your baby is dead, But then the mother did a psychedelic uh, medical trial. Yeah. Like Firestarter. Like Firestarter. Developed her own psychokinesis. And then gave birth to a daughter... Jane, yeah, creative name, um, who all they figured would have the powers, therefore they told her she died, yeah. And then they gave her electroconvulsive therapy to make sure she would never be able to communicate that information to anybody.
1: But, it, but like, there's like, I don't know what's going on with things with government, like, of shit, but I'm sure there's some fucked up shit, Oh you yeah. know, of course there is. But that just, that's another thing. It just infuriates me that there's people out there willing for a price to do certain things to people, you know? But and there are
0: always going to be, I mean, assassins yeah. do
1: things to people for a price. Yeah, but you know what? Assassins, if they go and kill someone who's, you know, up to no good, like, I mean, really bad, really, really bad. You know, I'm not going to shed a tear. I'm talking about, you know, people who are, you know pulled off the streets and all this kind of shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, but um, yeah, no, they they really annoyed me. And even like the way Matthew Modine walked. Like he just was thought he was the shit. Like he had you a know very I mean?
0: imperious walk, yeah I have to say. He just thought he was
1: it. And it just, you know, just really annoyed me. He really annoyed me. They all did. And I didn't give a toss when any of them got killed by her yeah you know i, oh, I agree I especially the
0: woman who um killed every uh, killed
1: oh yeah, yeah cuz she was beginning. the worst
0: cuz she's like i work for social services yeah yeah bitch <laughs> yeah cuz he was only helping her <laughs> he was one of the saddest
1: deaths actually yeah second to um uh what's his name in uh, spoiler spoiler coming up um Sean Aston oh that was really <sighs> sad I, I've got a real crush on him, <laughs> so I do. I was in love with him watching that. I was like, "I love you." Oh,
0: um, that was that was a really sad death. I mean, poor Joyce doesn't have very much luck with men, does she? No, and he—I know
1: he was kind of like the nerdy type and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that's but, en- that's yeah. enchanting. Yeah, I thought he was lovely. I would have went with him. Um, but does your husband know? He always knows when I fancy someone. I tell him. But I never fancy anyone real, just famous people.
0: <laughs> just famous people or fictional characters. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, so he's fine. But, um, but I do like the like. Obviously, Hopper is a big, massive part of this, and I do love the relation, the the way him and Joyce get on. And I'm glad they didn't make it romantic. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was just the two of them trying to find out what happened.
0: That's the thing they bonded over. Yeah, the loss of his daughter Sarah. <sighs> plus yeah. the loss of her son, Will. Yeah. Who, even though she gets him back, has she really got him back?
1: Yeah, no, no. But the, the 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 what they go through together, you know, and I love how he, you know, obviously eventually believes her and all this kind of stuff. But I like how, um, you know, he's like, I'm going to do this, you stay here. And she's like, this is my child." You know, she stands her ground yeah. all the way through this.
0: But it, I think that she's done that with her children in general. Yeah. Because both of her kids worship her. Yeah. Even though she's not always there because she's doing things for them. Yeah. Everything is for them. Yeah. Everything it's like that conversation them. she has with Lonnie when he says, Oh, I'm I'm of course I'm gonna do get the money. They killed our child they killed yeah. our son. We can send Jonathan to college.
1: Where does he wanna yeah, go? Yeah, where does he
0: want to go? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think she's a great parent and, um, you know, th- I, I
0: know that's how I would be. That's the thing. In this, all of the parents that you actually get to meet, yeah. well, the fe- female parents and Hopper, yeah. really, are good parents. Mm. They're present for their children. Yeah, the ones you see. Yeah, apart from her husband. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, the women. Yeah, it's the women and Hopper. Women and Hopper, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think, um, like, Hopper, you kind of don't know, do you, how he's going to kind of turn out? Because at the start, he's a bit of a dick. Like, he's yeah. got no sense of urgency Well, I with think anything. one of the first
0: things I said
1: to you yeah. was,
0: he's not a very good cop.
1: No, because he just didn't seem to... He, it was like he was just brushing off, and he's like, oh, he's probably
0: just all playing okay yeah. hooky and... All this kind of stuff. I think one of the first things I wrote was about how Hopper wasn't a very good police officer. He was the cliche: coffee, alcohol, cigarettes, and donuts. Mm. And that's the first thing I wrote about Hopper. Yeah. And then obviously you have the cliches of the of Nancy being a bit of a goody goody. Her friend Barbara is the classic misfit. We have the preppy bad boy, Steve. Mm. And I immediately thought of Steph in Pretty in Pink. What? That's the other film, Pretty in Pink,
1: because when they're getting ready for the funeral, that whole thing is when um, Steph, um, Ducky and uh, Andy and Blaine
0: are getting ready and you see them in the mirrors and the music is the same music. The irony being there's several years between them because... Pretty in Pink was released after this supposedly took place. But, yeah, it was a very... He is a Pretty in Pink character at the beginning. Yeah. But, yeah, no, definitely. Um, What did you think of Jonathan? I wasn't sure. I mean, he's a great big brother, eventually. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Eventually, he's a great big brother. And you can tell he's massively protective Mm. of him. But at the same time, he is a little bit creepy. He is the camera thing. Yeah, was a bit weird. But um he steps up, you know, he steps he up. He does step up and he becomes far more of a a serious contender for yeah. a a developed character in the further seasons. Mm. And he did I mean he did end up doing good. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I think how they all
1: kind of I think what um you know when they're setting the traps and that kind of stuff yeah. and the mom has gone in to try and get him? I liked how, you know, the upside down. Yes. How they kind of knew they were there. You know the way, because he's like,
0: mom. Yeah, because they you know. could hear him, couldn't they? Yeah. They like, could hear was, the knocking on the...
1: Yeah. Like, I liked how they did all that upside down. I mean, it was it was weird. It was very... It, it was just... Like, because you don't really see the creature, do you, until the set... Like, the, you know, that big kind of creature that comes over... You Know the massive kind of um, oh, what was that thing? The gone. no, you know, the film with sorry, I know I'm mentioning his name on your podcast and I shouldn't. No, Tom Cruise, oh,
0: yeah, you're talking about War of the Worlds, yeah, that kind of yeah, but the War of the Worlds, those the things that were in that they were actually spaceships, yeah, but that the three looked kind of the same way. That's not you don't see that
1: until the second one, do you? No, that's that's actually the big thing in the second one, yeah, that's like, like the big thing, yeah. So I do like how they did um, the other, the, the upside down. I'm just going to apologise
0: now. She did not mean to mention him. <laughs> Tom
1: Cruise. Shush. Tom Cruise. Please. Tom Cruise is an actor. <laughs> Sorry. I Tom
0: won't Cruise say Tom, Tom Cruise again. Golf.
1: I won't say Tom Cruise anymore.
0: Tom Cruise, um, but <laughs> Chris Evans to make up for it. <laughs>
1: Um yeah, no, I did like how they, they did all that. It was really impressive. and it was so grim and wet and dank. Oh it was oh it was a hellhole, wasn't it? It was so depressing, you know? Yeah,
0: it was kind of like why would you open a door to this? Yeah. Yeah, but she opened it. I don't yeah. think she meant to though, did she? No, but if she opened it, sure she could close it. Yeah, I think she does later on, though, do not she? Yeah. She, she goes out.
1: <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> she gives us hands.
0: Sorry. Yeah. That she gives didn't... us hand movements rather than clutching her head You'd... or gripping her hands at her sides. You'll get why hips. I
1: mention in hands if you listen to the Firestar episode that me and Ray did over at my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get enough hands. But, yeah, um, yeah. no, I, I liked that. I mean, I didn't like it in the sense that it made me really uncomfortable 'Cause I knew, you know, it was a place you didn't want to be, type thing. Yeah. Um, and it just looked so cold and scary
0: and all that kind of lonely. stuff. I, and lonely. Yeah. yeah I, just... I mean, the thing that I found really quite distressing about it, even though she wasn't a character that I actually cared over much about, Bob's death was kind of like washed over. Yeah, that
1: was um that was a weird one, that, because it was mentioned a lot. Yeah, but only by Nancy, obviously, and when you know she, and then she rings them on, but then that's all we kind of see of them. Like, there's no real
0: yeah.
1: input from from the family, but
0: the yeah, in, the only input we really get is when the police question her. Yeah, because it's all
1: about Will, isn't it? But they don't seem to, you know. But I suppose they like we found her car at the train station, you know, this type of thing. Yeah, that was a that was a total yeah exactly cover that Doesn't by... mean, but that's that's lazy cop work that's cops going oh well she was at the train station so obviously she's got on a train and run away yeah like, but that's they, lazy
0: because they covered it with the fact that nancy and her had had an argument yeah
1: but that's lazy oh totally Just because you have a bloody argument doesn't mean that happens like so yeah i would be pissed if, if um if that but then it's almost
0: case. like her parents are completely unconcerned
1: yeah, and I think
0: that's a reflection of her
1: character. People aren't, you know... But she's there, invisible. But there was... The funny thing was, I I remember people, like, it was kind of like a what about Barb thing. Like, where's Barb? What's happened to Barb? Like, she... You know, to the outside, you know, us in the real world type thing, people did talk about it. Yeah. Because they were... Well, she's... Been, her, her death has been washed over and it's... Yeah. But we need to know, like, type thing. What but we did, we did yeah, find we out Yeah, we do what find happened. out. But, like... Like, it was mentioned. Like maybe people talked about it a lot because they felt that she deserved a bit more Better. attention. Because the whole thing, obviously, is about Will.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But, you know... Who looks so cute with his bulk car. He's the cutest little kid ever. But I think we should focus a bit on Eleven because we haven't really spoken about her.
0: No, that much. is true. Eleven is an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, we know that she was born to a woman who had gone through psychedelic drug... Mm. trials while she was pregnant and was completely unaware mm. that she was pregnant mm. and that is why eleven developed the powers that she had yeah she's an interesting one because she doesn't seem to i prefer her in season 1 yeah cuz she doesn't really say much no but i prefer her... to no yeah but I liked her more in this season than I did in further seasons. I'd need to rewatch because she was much more naive and yeah. innocent. Yeah, because once she starts like getting friends and a boyfriend, and she's and, self-aware, and uh, she gets all the tries on all those clothes and starts putting on loads of makeup and everything. And she's
1: got a light, like she's got a bedroom and hoppers or
0: downstairs. Yeah. So, yeah, she she
1: becomes more of a person. Like, and that you know, sounds not,
0: awful that I preferred her when well, she wasn't one,
1: but... It's not so much that I think that you prefer her when she wasn't one. There's just a lot of mystery around her because she doesn't say much. And when she talks, she talks very, like, quietly and stuff yeah. like that. Mike, you know, friends don't lie, Mike. You know, this type of thing. It's all very quiet. Um, and even, like, her use of her powers, it's very just a tilt of the head, the hand goes up and stuff like that. Whereas... In the other seasons, you see a lot more, you know, loud noises and she screams and all this kind of stuff. I know she's got a lot of work to do. So, you know, probably takes it out of her a little bit. But, um, yeah, I feel like in this one and like when she's kind of like flirting with the idea of Mike. It's like I almost wonder. Is it like she's got these feelings but she doesn't know why she's got these feelings because if you haven't... Because obviously they're saying stuff to her and she's like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, You know, that type of thing. So with Mike, you know, she knows that something's different to obviously how she feels about, like, the likes of Lucas and Dustin. But, you know, she does do the flirty kind of thing. Not very well. But it's kind of like, how does she know? Is that just a natural thing we do? But then why Mike? I don't know, maybe it's because he's the one that seems to be listening to her. The other two are quite chaotic around her and shouty and questions and, you know, whereas he kind of talks to her more. It's like he's trying to find out who she is and why she's there, whereas they're just like panicked about, we don't give a shit basically why she's here. Let's just get rid of her. Yeah,
0: that is true. I do find that their relationship is... I think it should have remained blo- sibling-like rather than romantic. Yeah, because when he says, like,
1: Nancy, be your sister, you come and live with us and stuff like that, and she goes, you'll be my brother. And he's like, no, ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, so, hang on yeah. a second,
0: if Nancy's going to be your sister. Yeah, exactly. As is baby Holly. Yeah. Why um, why, why is he not going to be? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there's that um, element
1: to it. Of the whole boyfriend girl. And he was
0: actually named Mikey because of the character in The Goonies. Oh, was he? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Um, Oh, I wonder, is Lucas named Lucas because of the film Lucas?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a stretch. Um, That's the thing. I mean, Lucas was very much the one who was, oh, our parents will protect us. We need to tell an adult. We need to tell an adult. Yeah, he had a lot of, He had a lot of faith in them. He had far more faith in the adults than anyone else did. Yeah. Including the adults.
1: (laughs) Exactly. But that might have been... Because he he was scared. Like, do you know what I mean? Because Mm. when you think about it, like, what she could do and the way this girl just kind of showed up out of nowhere, like, you you know, you would be scared. And he's the first one attacked by her as well. Yeah, exactly. Because she throws him, doesn't she, across the thing. Um, But yeah, I think... Yeah, that's what I mean about the whole Lucas thing. I kind of... I don't know, I kinda of liked Lucas a bit more in the here. I, I I didn't feel like he was much of a character. Not I didn't feel like a lot of them were much of a character actually. Yeah. The first few times of watching it, but this time, like I really started like I saw them, you know, in in different ways. And I wasn't just focused on eleven, like or Hopper or Joyce.
0: Yeah, I was because kind there of, were other characters. Yeah, I
1: was really kind of like looking at them all. And like I think at this watch it was like Lucas and the mother, Nancy's mother, yeah. that really kind of stood out for me a lot. That's the thing. I mean, Nancy is
0: incredibly angry throughout the entire thing, really. She is, isn't she? She's a very angry person. Yeah, she's a very angry young girl. Um, she's angry at her mum for settling on a man who yeah. she doesn't love. Mm. She's angry at Steve for what his friends have done.
1: Yeah, yeah there's a lot of them she's such a little thing, like you feel like yeah. she could you know could, but she's quite you know she becomes really quite strong, doesn't she, and she takes it all on like well, you know, like she's going into the wood, she's going into that house, she's getting bear traps and guns, and you know this kind of stuff, and she does it,
0: and she goes into the other world as well, she goes, into yeah, the yeah, she, she goes to the go- other when side, she went
1: through that tree, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Why would you go through bloody the sleepy hollow tree? Because she wanted to find Barb. Yeah, but Jesus,
0: I, I've i got some friends, but mate, I'm not going through that for you. <laughs> I think I think part of it, though, was that she felt guilty.
1: Yeah, because I suppose Barb, she thinks Barb left, because obviously Barb didn't leave, but she thinks Barb left because of her. So yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't, still don't think I feel that much guilt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wouldn't feel that much you wouldn't feel enough guilt to go through, go the tree. Go through
1: a tree for somebody no. and plus it was like really like gooey and I Monkey. I don't do well with that type of thing.
0: No, I don't either. No. The idea
1: of slime, yuck. Yeah. But that that was a strange and like why would you why would you go through it? Like I just don't get it. Like I just like you know first of all like if I poked that and it was a bit gooey like what would make me go I don't know. That, that that baffled me, that did. It depended on what I saw on the other side. Yeah. But, like, even when she started going through it, it was very, like, coffin-like, you know? She, yeah. she wasn't much room for her. So I'd have backed out there straight away, but she just kept on going, and she, you know, she didn't know she was going to go to the wide-open space, you know, of the forest. Yeah. So, like, at the initial part of it, that would have been enough to make me go, no.
0: Claustrophobic, anyway. I would have
1: been in the woods in the first place.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I would have been either. No. But she shows a lot of strength of character oh, God, yeah. that she didn't have in the beginning. No, because in the min- in the beginning it was almost like she was the bratty older sister who's oh, slamming yeah. doors and ew, get away from me you're my brother's little friends. And then all of a sudden she's like badass who is gonna fight anyone.
1: I do like it though when she like they all find out that everybody knows what's going on. And she's like to Mike, you know. Come on, let's just from now on we talk about everything, no secrets. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you like? Do you like Steve? Oh no, do you like him? Oh no, like so straight away they lie to each other, like right off the bat. So I thought that was quite funny. But That's I, the
0: thing. I don't think she likes Steve in that way anyway. I think she's pretending she does because that makes her acceptable.
1: But I think she does at the end because when they give Jonathan the present and the two uh, Steve and her are sat on the couch. Watching TV at her family home, like it's very um, yeah. But
0: it's momentary.
1: Yeah, but that's what teenage love is, isn't it? You you think that this is it. Like I, God, the amount of times I was never going to love again. Like, do you know what I mean? It lasted all of five minutes, and yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, but I did like the the last episode, like when you know they uh, the the salt bath. You know, yeah. when Eleven does that and stuff like that. But I like how Joyce is, I'm here with you and, you know, you get scared, you let me know. And even though she knows that um, uh, Eleven could potentially get Will, she still says to her, because she still understands that this is a little girl. And that shows, again, such strength yeah. that she's willing, like, I'll let you do this. But if you get scared, you tell me and I will pull you out of it, basically. Um which could stop her from finding her own son, but she's yeah. not going to fully let another little kid suffer. No, and I thought that was another real strength of character
0: there, and another character that showed showed loyalty in that moment. I think was the teacher. Oh, the science, yeah, the, the science, the science guy. teacher. Yeah, teacher. yeah, I liked him. Yeah, so he was he was a character that had an important role to play.
1: Yeah, because I, I, yeah, because I, and I thought that was a good way of them knowing how to do certain things because sometimes when it comes to stuff like that they kind of just brush over it don't they um but he you know he um he when a curious
0: mind comes his way he he nurtures it see that was the thing i was terrified the first time i saw it and you saw the assassin show up on his doorstep yeah and all I could think was oh my no, god please I don't, don't kill him.
1: him yeah no I was the same but no I, I thought he was a great teacher actually because you know can you imagine if I was watching it going can you imagine if all teachers were as giving as he was yeah you know that's what teachers should be and
0: as understanding as well
1: yeah yeah. so if we were to do this hypothetically of course um, but yeah no I thought I I did think he was a great character but I did I did like the the ending with the bath and all that kind of stuff
0: Um and then of course showing one month on
1: yeah
0: yeah when they're
1: up find to him. yeah yeah you mean when when they're having dinner
0: yeah but also when hopper shows up in the middle of the woods and leaves eggos oh yeah
1: yeah yeah i thought that was great because that's a great um obviously you know we've known season 2 season 3 but i think that's a really good lead on lead on to you know that he's looking out for her and it shows that you know them two might become you know, and also shows that, that she's not
0: dead, because that's yeah. what the original yeah. fear was when she vanished.
1: Yeah, that she was. And the way that they're all, like, uh, shouting for her. But yeah, no, I, I think, you know, overall, th- this was one of my favourite shows, I think, that I've ever seen.
0: It was definitely up there. It was very, very well done. Yeah. I mean, we have talked off recording about, what our thing is for season four and we've both noticed that the biggest concern for me is it's a continuation of season three mm. when they're 13 years old mm. and they now look like they're 16, 17. Oh, yeah, I no, Lucas yeah. is in real life. Is yeah, like I know there's no, or there's no escaping yeah. the fact that they are much older mm. and depending on how it was filmed... And there's going to be a huge transition. Mm. All of a sudden, little Lucas is going to be six foot one. Yeah, because I think Finn Wolfhardt, he looks quite. Well, he's now. Finn Wolfhard is also Wolfhard. in the latest Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. 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 So you can see how much he's grown since the last time, since the last film he was in, mm. and the last time he was in Stranger Things. So it's going to be really interesting. The only one who really can go into it and still have that youthful young look to them is going to be Millie Bobby Brown. And Noah, I
1: think Yeah, though he's quite tall now, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I'd be interested to see how they kind of young them down. But I think that's the problem when you do films with kids. Like, it was like the Harry Potter films. They were like, I don't know how we're, you know, there was always talk about replacing the three main ones now, to be fair, they actually aged well with regards to what age they were. Yeah, there wasn't a big you. You never thought, oh God, Jesus, you know what I mean? It, it mm. never looked like that to me. Which, like, they just looked like they had got older. Yeah, which obviously they, they would. did. Yeah, um, so I think that was fine. But yeah, no, it'd be interesting to see. Um, But I think they do a good job at kind of like, you know, with the hairstyles and those things you can do because they still are young. But I think the likes of especially like Lucas's character, he um, I've seen him recently. Yeah. And he does look because he was so little. He was tiny. He was tiny. And he wasn't just that he was um, short. He was very thin. And and, he had a baby face and and everything. He was very youthful. Yeah, yeah, he was very youthful. So it'd be interesting to see with him. Whereas I think with Mike and Dustin they while they were youthful i think they just look a little bit older than the, than what they were whereas lucas looks like he's changed quite a lot
0: yeah do you know what I mean? That's the thing. I mean, with characters like Nancy and Jonathan and Steve. Yeah, because they were teen, older. They were teen, already yeah. older teenagers. And yeah. obviously in season three, mm. Nancy goes off to get a job as a journalist yeah. and everything else. So she's oh, yeah, in the yeah. workforce. Yeah, so they so can get it doesn't, away with it it does They can get, a, get yeah. away with being a bit older because she's about 26 now, I think. Yeah, probably. And so they can get away with it easily and it's yeah. not going to be, oh my God, they look way older than they're supposed to be.
1: Because Billy Bobby Brown, I don't even think she's eighteen yet. I think she's only seventeen. Yeah, seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. I can't remember which. Yeah, no, I don't think she's hit eighteen yet. Um, I think she was born in like ninety four. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Um, what did you think of? Um, because I think we have to mention this. The um score. I it's one of those I loved ones.
0: it. I love the uh, the thing is I loved the eighties. I love the eighties, but I loved the
1: score. Like you know, the intro, the intro yeah. music. I listened every time I watched an episode. You know the way on Netflix it says skip. Yeah. I didn't. I did once because I was going to pause it and it was at the what same time. Have, yeah. yeah. But I I listened every time. And sometimes I listened to the soundtrack um, on Spotify. Yeah.
0: Because I I just thought it was so good. I thought it did a really it good job. It was classic 80s. That yeah. was the thing. It was... I think the 80s is an era where electronic music was becoming quite popular. Yeah. And that kind of fit in with the theme of the show. Mm. So it was really easy to pick so many songs mm. that fit the genre of the show. Yeah, but also the
1: instrumental. Yeah. like the Because I think the Duffer Brothers actually did that. No, no, they didn't. It was these other lads. I can't remember their name. um, But. Yeah, there was some of the music that they did. I just thought but I thought they really got the essence of what the eighties was yeah. with that.
0: Even oh, though it definitely. was modern
1: or even though it was written now. Like, well, last uh whatever, 2015, 16, whenever it came out. But like, you
0: know what I mean? It um Yeah, I agree with you. It was it caught the tone. Yeah. Yeah. Everything And even from... the
1: the the um the black with the red, those kind of like lines that yeah. came in it, like do you know what I mean? Even that. And the way the wording was, you know, I thought they did... um... It was almost like the end of a computer game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then even, I mean, you look at Joyce's home and you look at Mike and Nancy's home. Yeah. That was the 80s. Yeah. And we can say that legit as people who grew up in the 80s. That is the kind of... also, It also had, despite being very, very crisp because it was filmed with... 4k cameras and everything Mm. else there still was an element of that fuzzy edge to it yeah which i think really helped to set the mood Mm. no i agree are you are you going to go and watch the rest of it now or are you gonna wait until no i will watch it i will have to
1: find a time though to watch it because the problem is i can't just you know like riley might be going away for a week to, with my brothers, with my mom, so I might just have a Stranger Things marathon. Marathon, get myself some crisps and dip, and just. <laughs> see what I no, I will go through them all again because I really enjoyed watching it, and I still really, really like it, and I'm really looking forward to the fourth season. You know, be interested to be... see how many they do, how many seasons they do.
0: That's the thing. I don't know if they can do it. It's not one of those shows they could do endlessly. No. Because once you get into the 90s it loses something yeah and plus i think
1: the whole the whole thing of it for me was as well that the fact that they're all kids yeah you know you you can't have them you know all having jobs and or in you know you it just i i don't know and i like like cuz i don't know is the next one cuz i we get the impression is he in Russia or something hopper yes um and i like that it's in hawking hawkins and stuff like that um
0: yeah. He's in Russia. Apparently they filmed in several places. Yeah. Including um I think it was Lithuania. Yeah. And in Georgia. Yeah. And somewhere else. So they did film in multiple locations. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't get the feeling that they're going to stay in Russia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: But yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it and I'm I'm glad I'm glad we
0: watched it. Yeah. It was a good show to watch. It was a brilliant show to watch. And on that note, and I'm going to be Jeremy Clarkson for a moment. <laughs> on that note, tell everyone where they can find you so they can listen to the Firestarter episode that we've been talking about a lot.
1: Yeah. Where can they find you, Lorraine, so they can listen to me some more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. We have we've talked about I it know. a fair lot. And also, you do a really good job with your horror movies. So yeah, I can death. I can actually listen to these episodes and I am not a horror movie fan. I know. That's
1: always a good sign, isn't it? Um yeah, so I'm on uh, Instagram as Once Upon a Nightmare Podcast, on Twitter as a Nightmare Pod, and Facebook as Once Upon a Nightmare Podcast. And uh, yeah, you can find me on all the you know Spotify, Apple, all that jazz.
0: Now I want to sing a song and I'm not going mm-hmm. to. <laughs> you use that on purpose. <laughs> so that was us talking about Stranger Things. Yay. It was a fun watch and I am definitely going to be watching the rest of it again yeah, because definitely. it has been a while. Yeah. And I need to refresh myself before season four. It's Netflix. Yeah. 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 Whenever that happens to be. Yeah. I uh, someone told me yesterday it was December. So I don't but know. But that's when the Witcher hits as well. Ooh, Are they gonna have
1: kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to have
0: two massive Yeah, why not? We'll binge them all in two days. Yeah, I know, but And it's every about... Cavill. Yeah, I know that is true. Yeah. But uh, do we really want to have both of them in one month?
1: I could take Henry Cavill and David Harbour. Put them two together.
0: Okay. Maybe. I don't think we want to know about your kink. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that 11 or I love them? I love them. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's it. <laughs> yes. Ah, well, I will see you all again next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So that's it for this episode. I really hope you enjoyed the listen because I know that Lorraine and I had such fun recording it. I will be back next week with more. And don't forget, all old episodes and new ones can be found online. Well, new ones can be found online when they're there. If you like what you hear, why not share it with your friends and family? And please post a review or give the show a star rating. Over on Podchaser. I really love reading what you have to say and no constructive feedback is bad feedback. You can follow me on Twitter at need underscore three underscore mugs or on Instagram at not before coffee podcast. Well, I need another cup of coffee, probably not actually, as I have had plenty. So I'm not going to go and put the kettle on this week. I am just going to relax on the sofa. Until next time, this is me saying farewell.